it's God first, others second, yourself third. The unique and cool thing about it is if you have that perspective, it comes back around to benefit you. Presents the pursuit. Go inside the locker room as Iwu Hoops trades the pursuit of me for the pursuit of three. Welcome to series two of the pursuit. I'm Greg Tonegal, the head coach of Iwu Hoops. If you recall, in the second half of episode 10, we talked about some of the ways that we are intentionally trying to build in kingdom minded experiences for our team. One of those happens to be the mission trip that we take every other year to the Dominican Republic with Go Ministries. I can tell you this, that when our players' careers are over and they look back upon all the varied experiences that they had, the mission trip's the highlight that often comes up the most. So in this series, we want to take you inside our team and our growth as we pursue what it means to be third, serving the poorest of the poor, partnering with a dynamic ministry, and at night playing against professional-level competition. So join us nightly from August 13th to the 21st as we talk to various members of the Iowa Hoops team while they serve on the mission field. This is Trevor Waite, and I'm joined by freshman Jonathan Nimpanzu with your Sunday update. Uh, So tomorrow we are headed to jump off some waterfalls and go to the beach. Thanks for tuning in. Um, We just got back from a night of worship and reflection on our trip Uh, we were sitting around a bonfire just it's a really cool atmosphere and um, I got the opportunity to be in a small group and debrief with Jonathan Um, thought it'd be cool to bring to you guys some of his thoughts and his um, reflections on our trip so Jonathan uh, first question I'm going to throw at you is who who was God to you before coming on this trip? What what was what did God mean to you? Before the trip, um, I felt that this God meant a lot to me, but um, I felt as if <clears throat> this sounds sad, but I felt as if I was using God in only ways that benefited me, mm-hmm. um, such as when times were tough or when something really good happened, I'd I'd, I'd go to God and thank Him. Or when something really bad would happen, I'll just ask for, you know, for him to guide me. But um, coming, being here on the strip, I feel as that uh, I feel as if um, God is just it, it, he means doesn't necessarily mean more to me. But I just use him more for than just that. Yeah, like he's with me twenty four seven through the good and the bad, yeah. and the in between as well. Yeah. So, yeah, what about you? Um, yeah, I'd say, that, like, pretty much the same. Just, um, I think it's so easy when you're back at home to only rely on God in your struggles um, because I feel like when you really are struggling with something, that's kind of all you think about. Um, but coming here, putting everything aside, you can really focus your faith on other things. So, like you said, like, this week has been amazing. Um, and God has been so at work in our hearts. And so, yeah, it'd just be great if you could go back home and same with me and not only think of God as someone who will get me through a temptation or get me through a hardship, but also someone that um, when you have a, a real win in your life that you can just celebrate with Jesus, you know. Um, kind of going along with that question, uh, what 
what things specifically has God been just revealing to you about himself on this trip? And maybe it's something that you saw when we were in the hole, which is a, used to be an active landfill that a community is living in now, or maybe it's um, just, I don't know, something that you saw when we were building the bridge. Like what, what are some things that God's revealing to you? Um, God is revealing to me that the joy that he gives people is, is not just at home in the United States. It's global. It's throughout the world. And um, at times we seem to, you know, being at home, we don't really cherish God's love because we have, it seems like we have everything that we need and we're not as desperate as the people that have absolutely nothing. But when you come out here and you see the people that, that have, they actually have nothing and they have more joy, like actual genuine joy than we do like at home when we have everything is just absolutely amazing Mm -hmm. and just shows that God works everywhere. He works constantly night and day, 24 seven. Yeah. In different ways. For sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think exactly the same, same thing happened in my heart. Uh, The fact that God is so global and you just like, it's so hard to realize it when you're at home, just living your ordinary life. Um, for those of you that are listening right now, I just would challenge you to just pause, look around, um, see what's around you, and just uh, think that that's not all there is in this world. Like there are there are streets woven into the city city of Santiago that people are um, just packed six into one room. Uh, those are your brothers and sisters in Christ, whether you realize it or not. And like when I had this uh, vision today during church when. Um, we were worshiping and had no idea what we were saying. Mm-hmm. And I was looking around, there was Americans, Dominicans, Venezuelans, um, and it was just like, this is a picture of God's kingdom. You know, Amen. it's not it's not like it usually, like you'd think it is back home where you go to a church where everyone looks exactly like you. Yeah. You know, you're going to go to, when you go to heaven, um, people, you're going to worship with all different kinds of people and you're all going to, know the heavenly language and that's just that that was what god put on my heart this week is um when when you see someone at home that looks different than you um your first instinct is usually to just kind of look down or like you're like superior to them for some reason exactly but really it's you're you're all equal and Mm -hmm. to think that these people who have so little are so much more joyful and so much more genuine it's like it's wild to think it's wild i'd also like to challenge the people listening at home to take a second look around the room and just be appreciative of everything that you have because um <clears throat> tons of things that we take here for granted like i mean take at home for granted people here don't have so just be appreciative of every little thing even if it's not the best yeah. people over here would be dying for the the low quality thing that yeah. you have at home that right. you're not grateful for right. so I saw a kid get hurt today or yesterday. He uh, he hit his head, and um, someone ran out to the to the landfill and found a just a toy, a piece of trash, and gave it to the kid, and he smiled like made him made him feel so much better. And, and like like back home, <laughs> I don't know, like my phone isn't is dead or something. <laughs> and I get mad, and then I look over and there's a kid pushing a wheel with a stick, stick. and like having the time of his life. It's like yeah. just like Jonathan said, just be appreciative of what we've got because we we are so fortunate and 
you really don't it's it's hard to realize until you take a trip like this but mm -hmm. uh, yeah it's it's really true so um, I guess follow-up question so we know who God was to Jonathan before coming um, we know some real some like things that God has taught him on this trip so going home who is God to you and what do you hope to bring back into your own neighborhood you know what do you hope to bring back to Marion <laughs> Back to Ohio, what do you hope? Um, God, going back, God is is everything to me. Um, someone I want to keep on my mind 24-7, like I said earlier. Um, just a constant reminder that Jesus is someone that I'm trying to model myself after. Um, and when I get out of line, that it is okay. I'm human, I am going to make mistakes. But to not, you know, continue to go in that direction of sin and uh focusing on the negative that I did, but going on to the positive. So that's what I'm, cool. that's what I think God is for me. Yeah. Um, thanks you guys for tuning in today. Uh, thank you so much for anyone that's listening that made a donation. Like, thank you. <laughs> I know for Jonathan specifically, this is another just side note. Um, uh, the Wednesday before we left, Jonathan needed $700 to go on the trip. He was, he was short, like 700 bucks. And I, <laughs> we had some guys praying for him and just the word was submerged. We asked that J Jonathan would be submerged in something, um, on this trip. And one thing he was submerged in was funds. He had people from all around, um, people that he had no idea who they even were just donating like crazy, um, you know, what do you, yes, um, yeah, shout out Kyle Berry, Kyle Berry, he had, uh, Kyle Berry. he was our super fan last year, and he's mm -hmm. really involved, and he, uh, I know he's loving this podcast, so thank you for so sure. much for your donations, it's like, you have no idea the impact that Jonathan, that the Dominican has had on Jonathan, and if, sure. if he wasn't here, the growth, like, he would be a completely different person, so thank you guys so much, for sure, um, Please just stay tuned. We're going to go to the waterfalls tomorrow on the beach. Have a relaxing day.